All right, Thursday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus. Mighty name, 452 people on so far right now. Switch over to Rumble if you're watching on any other platform. Getting banned. I'm banned off YouTube again for the next two weeks, as usual. For who knows what, just whatever I said that was the truth, that is considered to be disinformation on YouTube, which is controlled by the FBI, which is controlled by the Democratic Party, controlled by the globalist left, which just leads me to this. Off the pregame, a few comments on the pregame. Could do a whole segment on Matt Gates's speech there on the congressional floor of the defunding of the FBI building. The entire FBI, of course, should be defunded anyway. It's nothing but the Gestapo for the Democratic Party. All of us know that. Got a brief little, got a thing on the FBI. He's starting off the show here with the hunt down for Gregory Yetman, the retired sergeant out of the military, who may have sprayed some capstan, some uh, some spray into the general direction of the uh, Capitol Police. Some, he never entered the Capitol, uh, didn't harm anybody. He may have he may have sprayed some OC spray uh, towards Capitol Police. No documentation of injuries, but it's such a grievous incident that he's being hunted down by the FBI, which we'll get to that in a minute. But the FBI building, which is $300 million, $300 million for the FBI building, they're looking for fun. That's on top of their regular budget. And they the FBI comprises about 2% of the size of our military, but they want a building that's bigger than the Pentagon. 2% the size of the military, but they've got to have a building that is is bigger than the Pentagon. Now, what's interesting about this is that 70-plus, this it passed, it passed, by the way, so the FBI, the Gestapo for the Democratic Party, which is hunting down Republicans, which is, by the way, what I was going to say is 70-plus, it's passed, so they're, they're getting their building. And the reason why it passed is, just so everybody knows, 70-plus Republicans voted for it. 70-plus Republicans voted for it. So the people, you need, we need to find out who they are. I didn't get that list. I have a list of another group of Republicans that voted to have our car switched off by the federal government. That's the truth, by the way. I'll get to, I got a whole bunch of miscellaneous stories to start off here, the headlines, really, which we'll get to that in just a second. Republicans voted for that, too. So the people that you think are in Washington, D.C., voting for, I mean, uh, fighting for you, uh, voting for legislation that that is conservative, that's all lies. And now listen, there are exceptions to that rule, and I like to call out the exceptions to it because Matt Gates has been an exception, Jim Jordan has been an exception, Mike Johnson even, the Speaker of the House, has been an exception, wrong on Ukraine, right on everything else, seems like. Other, James Comer, an exception, Troy Nels is an exception. Uh, trying to think of all the other ones, but anyway, it just lots lots of different exceptions to it. Yeah, I could if I sat here for a minute, I could come up with 10, 15, 20 exceptions to it. But most of the Republicans there are simply Democrats. They say what they need to say to get elected locally and then vote as a globalist leftist when they get to Washington, DC. No, no, you know what, Tom? <clears throat> they say, you know, they say they're pro-life, they say that they're small government. That's not how they vote, though. And as as I've told you this numerous times, you watch this podcast, what was our debt? In 2000, less than a trillion dollars, less than a trillion dollars. So let's just say five, six hundred billion dollars was our debt. As a matter of fact, I think it was nine hundred billion. So let's just say nine hundred billion dollars was our debt in the year 2000. All right. And then we and then that was that was Bill Clinton. I mean, it went from that just use. I mean, that was, I, I can't think of obviously every president up to that point. But over the over those all from 1776 into the year 2000, we had accumulated less than a billion dollars worth of debt. So George W. Bush comes in as a right-wing Republican, allegedly, 
Never overthrew Roe v. Wade, though. That didn't happen. Didn't even try to do that. Of course, got us into numerous you know, foreign conflicts and foreign wars that we never needed to get into. Allegedly, this right-wing Republican comes in and he ushers in $8 trillion, almost $9 trillion worth of debt. Because by the time he left, he added on to that less than $1 trillion that he inherited. And when he left, we were $9 trillion in debt under George W. Bush. And then Barack Hussein Obama called that immoral. Remember that? When in the campaign trail, Barack Hussein Obama called allowing our country to be $9 trillion in debt. That is absolute immorality, according to Hussein. But then Hussein put another $11 trillion on top of George W. Bush's $9 trillion, and he didn't even have to start the wars. Of course, the wars were already going under Hussein. They were already in Afghanistan and Iraq. They were already going on. We were hemorrhaging trillions of dollars into billions and trillions into those two uh, war fronts, war zones. So Barack Hussein Obama left office and we were 18 to 19 trillion dollars in debt. So is anybody now under Hussein Obama, we at various times had control of the House, the Senate, and both. When, when Donald Trump took office, we had control of the House and Senate. And Trump, because of COVID, brought in another $7 trillion worth of debt himself in only four years. COVID, the 99.9% survival virus that required no mitigation or government dollars whatsoever. And if everyone just would have ignored it, it would have actually gone away as it has now. But nobody did that, of course. And we had to usher in $7 trillion worth of debt, which we've shown the statistic on the show, which is absolute CBO fact. Gov uh, Congressional Budget Office fact is that out of that $7 trillion that we spent on COVID, only $800 billion of it was spent on COVID. Wait, Tom, that, that doesn't make sense. I know I did this. I know I did this on Tuesday, but I've just got to do it again. But, Tom, you just said $7 trillion was spent on COVID, but of that $7 trillion spent on COVID, only $800 billion was spent on COVID. Yeah, the rest went to solar panels and green initiatives and Democratic Party, other Democratic Party initiatives. That's absolute fact, by the way. None of it was spent on COVID. None of it. Remember all the ventilator machines that, you know, our, our, emergency, our, our emergency rooms are being overrun. Remember all that? We're being overrun. We're being overrun. Send us ventilators that don't work and kill people. And they just sat in warehouses after that, just like our, our uh, Army Corps of Engineer hospitals that were never used. $660, $660 million went to those. And they sent all the, they, the, the ventilators were all sold for pennies on a dollar. So, just so you know, the, the Republicans that you're electing into office, and there's, there's a myriad of them. Uh, I hope Rick Scott is good. I don't know if he is. I got to check his Ukraine record. Probably not good. Rubio's useless. Jimenez comes from Florida. He's useless. Gates is great. But numerous other people, I mean, absolutely useless. And the number of the names that I always give you, whether, you know, you got the big names like Graham, you know, Lindsey Graham, and Mitch McConnell, of course, Murkowski, Collins. Portman, Cornyn, Romney, numerous other absolutely useless Republicans that are simply there to keep you from actually voting for conservatives. What do you, what do you mean, Tom? Because it's all, like I've said, for the last 44 months and 15 days to flatten the curve, because we're in month 44, is that this is simply a traveling roadshow. Everyone is just, it, it's, the, it's the cocktail party roadshow. How can I be a part of the inner workings, establishment, statist, uniparty inside of D.C. It's just like during the debate, 
where Vivek Ramaswamy called out Nikki Haley. He's simply a globalist, bourgeois, elitist hack. That's what she is. Bourgeois, leftist, globalist, elitist hack. That's who she is. But she's occupying a Republican seat in the roadshow. Because everyone has to play their part. you got to play your part so that the roadshow can be ushered into leftist oblivion. And the roadshow is heading the whole world, the whole globe, into leftist oblivion where a few people control all the have-nots. A few hundred haves control billions of have-nots. That's who Nikki is. Her, her, her whole family was dead to the wall, broke, until she goes and works for Boeing. And now, lo and behold, she wants to send that benefits Boeing $223 million a day to Ukraine. That's all just a coincidence, or is it all a giant circle bleep? Is it all just a giant circle bleep symbiote? And so people think Nikki Haley, she's a conservative, but doesn't do conservative things. But yet she runs as a conservative. That's because she's keeping you from putting an actual conservative in place by lying to you during the election, saying she's a conservative. Then she takes our conservative seats and occupies them and legislates as a leftist. Is that making sense, Aaron? Yep. So there you go. That, that's what it's all about. And I just, you know, Aaron, if there's any way you can do it, I know this is a big task. If you can get Kristen Walker's just sometime in the next hour, her pic, her pic of her grinning during that debate when Vivek Ramaswamy called her out, get that big cheese grin if you could possibly pull it off. Just do the best you can. But when, when you know, you have Vivek Ramaswamy calling out Nikki Haley. And listen, I'm not voting for Vivek Ramaswamy. I have a lot of questions about Vivek. Great debate last night overall. Listen, his, his, overall, his overall debate was just okay. DeSantis more won it than anybody else. According to the people that I, oh, perfect. I gave him an hour. It took him 48 seconds. I mean, do you see it? Now, this is right when Vivek Ramaswamy is calling her out. Now, what she did, Kristen Welker, that's Kristen Welker. She pimped and whored. Are you calling her a whore? Yes. I'll call men and women pimps and whores. She's a whore. What she will do, she is so devoid of human dignity, so devoid of self-respect that she will lie on command. In other words, somebody's got their hand up her anal puppet chute and will tell her, Kristen, say what we want you to say. Put it on here. Say what we want you to say. say she'll just do it. She's so devoid. How many of you out there, 551 people watching right now, how many people, how many of you would say what somebody tells you to say? You know, just do what I tell you. Say what I tell you to say. How many of you lack, have such little regard for yourself that you would do that? So she pimped and whored the Russian collusion hoax. For years, absolutely, there's no Russian collusion. There's nothing. It's now gone from 200000 that they spent on, on pro-Hillary ads and pro-Trump ads on both ends, equal expenditures. It was 200000 It's about 100000 that they spent on the 2016 election. And this pimp and whore right here, she sat for years as a lying, manipulative, Pravda, mockingbird, Goebbels media and sat there and talked about Russia, uh, Donald Trump colluding with Russia, knowing the entire time there was no evidence. And when she's called out on it, that's her expression. Where are the retractions, Kristen? Now that you had two and a half years of the Mueller report, Tom, get past it. That was years ago. No, you can't get past it. If you get past it, you are allowing them to do it again. She needs to be sued for defamation. Donald Trump is suing some people for defamation. She needs to be sued for defamation into financial oblivion, into bankruptcy. And then maybe the next news anchor will learn not to do it again. 
But that's the look on her face. She she knew the entire time. You have two and a half years and 40, $42 million spent on the Mueller investigation. And by the way, that's you and I paying for that. Everyone acts like it's some sort of magical they, that the, the government's paying for it. There is no government. You and I fund the government. So that was $42 million of our money. 41 FBI agents assigned to the Mueller, the, the Mueller investigation, along with Andrew Goebbels Wiseman himself. Tommy can't say that about somebody's Jewish. Yes, I can, because George Soros is, Go- is Goebbels, and he's Jewish. Plenty of collaborators inside of Israel. Plenty of them. And 1930s also. Plenty of them. And 40s. Plenty of them. Just so you know. And that wasn't inside Israel at the time, but in Israeli communities. Because they're not perfect. I stand with Israel over Hamas, but I'm just telling you, nobody's perfect. No country is perfect. No grouping of people is perfect. But she's, and where, where are the retractions? It all, it came out, there was no collusion, nothing. I mean, Kristen Welker knew the entire time, knew the entire time that James Comey, Andrew McCabe, and Rod Rosenstein all lied on FISA warrants. No, knew it. Lied on FISA warrants. What did they say on their FISA warrants? One of the things they said, You've heard, me, you've heard me report on this many times, is in the FISA warrant it says the media is reporting about Russian collusion. That's what's part of the FISA warrant. They use that as justification for the investigation. How did the media find out about Donald Trump allegedly colluding with Russia? It was leaked to them by the FBI. So the FBI leaked the information to the media and then used the media reports to justify their FISA warrant. That makes sense, Aaron? Yep. So th- this is who these people are. Look at, look at the look on her face. That's, she's being called out. For lying for years. No retractions, no apologies, nothing. Just move on to the next story. And nobody holds her accountable. And people need to be, listen, if you defame me, I don't care who you are. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I will sue you into oblivion if you defame me. I'm not putting up with it. I'm not putting up with anything. I'm not doing that stuff. So anyway, I just had to show you that because that picture is like almost like out of Halloween. (laughs) It really is. All right, let me move on to this. So here we have this man that's being hunted down. Gregory Yetman's his name. Some of you may have seen the story. From the last I saw, he hadn't been caught yet. The last I saw. But I I don't know. I may have looked really stupid right now. I looked. I hadn't seen that he'd been caught yet. But he's being hunted by the FBI. What he allegedly did was during the 1-6 insurrection where you, you always have leftists like that maniac that we played on Tuesday night saying that we tried to overturn an election. Now, of course, when I say we, the only reason why I'm saying we, most of you that are watching here, were not uh, at the 1-6 uh, protest. Go, Aaron. Uh, they're still searching. I still just searching. To, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for puffing in. Good. Because I don't like to look stupid, if at all possible. <laughs> but anyway, so most of us were not there at the 1-6 uh, protests. And again, I'm just, uh, I am no sick of it for anybody. Were there, were, were there Trump people that did stupid things? Yes. Have they spent enough time in jail? Yes. Have they most of them spent an exorbitant amount of time in jail? Yes. Are there people who are being uh, sentenced to years in prison that should be set, should have just, just paid a fine and walked away? Yes. But there were stupid people there. Now, who broke the windows? Well, you have Christopher Ray and his various sycophants that refused to answer the question of, did you have any FBI assets and informants and agents in the crowd? He refused to answer that question. Did you have any FBI agents in the crowd that were instigating violence? Refused to answer that question. Should be an absolute no. Did you have any FBI agents in the Capitol prior to the Capitol breach that were dressed up in Trump gear? Refuses to answer that question. That's weird. It's all very weird, isn't it? Of course, there's all state, also State Department uh, people there. Metro, Police Department, uh, undercover, 
officers that were there also. We actually have one of them on video instigating violence and committing acts of violence. We have that on video. He's never been prosecuted, of course, never had to testify before the faulty 1-6 non-select committee. So this man here, Gregory Yetman, but the reason, the reason why they label as an insurrectionist is so that they can label all of us as insurrectionists. If you, question a, if you question an election, you're now an insurrectionist and a threat to our democracy. I thought questioning elections are the, is the epitome of democracy. Would it not be? But anyway, so they're looking, at, looking for Gregory Yetman. Gregory Yetman is a retired Army sergeant. I hope I got the military branch right, but I believe it is Army sergeant. Retired Army sergeant. And his, his grievous offense, he never entered the Capitol, was on the Capitol ground from the video footage that, I've, well, not the video footage, the photograph that I saw, maybe it was video footage, I can't remember, is that he was on the Capitol ground but never actually entered the Capitol. That's who, the, the, that's who. now, his grievous offense now, we have, now everyone, now, Aaron, you guys double check my math, Aaron and Will double check my math. So this occurred in January of 2021, so we got one year, two year, now we're in the 10th month of the year, right? Yeah. So we're two years and 10 months, is that, am I getting it right with 34 months later? Is that right? Uh, yeah, 34 yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 10 yep. years yep. to 24 plus 10. I was like, because I've looked stupid a couple of times. Aaron's had to come in and save me. So 34 months later, <laughs> 34 months later after the incident. <laughs> Jeez. We have a manhunt going on for a guy who sprayed uh, pepper spray in the direction of the Capitol Police. Wow. They already know his name. I mean, you could just inch, issue a warrant. And the local police would come pick him up. And you know, number 34 months later, 34 months later, you have the FBI using from what it looked like on TV, but the said was on TV because lo and behold, the media knew to be there with their helicopters prior to the FBI raid. And now, just so everybody knows the statistical data on this, and we'd like to reveal statistical data on this show. This is raid number 1,000 plus that the FBI has done on strictly conservatives reference one six, the 1-6 one insurrection. The insurrection, now again, they're always claiming that we tried to overturn an election. And again, it's not we, I just, they, they throw it all on us. If you're a Republican, that we tried to overthrow an election. That's why I'm saying we. How would we ever overthrow an election? How, when anybody says that, tell them, send them a list. List me. Step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, on how we would overthrow an election by being inside of the Capitol. How would that happen? No guns, because you'd have to take over all of freaking D.C. to overturn an election. You'd take it all over. Right. So how would you do that? How would you beat the Marines? <laughs> okay, you're a MAGA mom, 67 pounds, overweight, <laughs> and, you're, and you're in Trump gear, Yelling, uh, they stole it from us. They stole it from us. How exactly are you going to overthrow the government? <laughs> How is that with no guns at all? Zero. I mean, you have the, the, the liars like Ganell and Fanon and Dunn that say that, you, you know, that the crowd was full of guns. Full of guns. Any minute they're going to take us and there was never one gun found. Just like, just like COVID. Any minute you're going to die. 99.9%. Uh, survival virus, but you can die any minute now. It's all fake. It's all lies. Going to die of CO2 emissions. All fake. All lies. So how exactly we're going to? How exactly was the right wing going to overthrow the government? Exactly. How was that going to occur? Give me. Give me a list. How was that going to happen? You'd have. You'd have to make all the Democrats vote for Donald Trump. 
How, I mean, on Capitol Hill, how is that going to happen? How are you going to overthrow an election? I mean, the only thing that was the possibility, the only thing that possibly could happen was if, if Mike Pence had a set of testicles, which we know he doesn't, <laughs> he decided to sacrifice those a long time ago, lop those babies off voluntarily, probably in the transgender uh, <laughs> system right now, as he's, being, he's transitioning probably right now into being uh, Michelle Pence. But if he would have just simply sent, sent the electors back, that's all we were asking, yeah. to do forensic audits, which, by the way, it, everyone's like, is it constitutional? Is it not? Well, that could be argued in the courts. You can sue. It's all democracy, right? And according to the left, anything that a court does is righteous because it's the court. So we just go with it, right? I mean, that's all democracy. So how do we overturn election? Nothing. So Gregory Yetman who's now being hunted by the FBI, is on the loose, for spraying pepper spray in the direction of the Capitol Police, allegedly while the Capitol Police were acting in excessive, excessive force. I wasn't there. But even, let's just say now, now, again, 25 years of law enforcement here. You can check all my bona fides. Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, retired as a sergeant, 2017. 1992-2017. I've been hit in the face, headbutt in the face, um, been battered several times, and nobody had the FBI going after them. <laughs> so this, we don't, there is no documentation that any of the OC spray that he sprayed in the direction of the Capitol Police injured anybody. No, no evidence at all. But now, the FBI, and the FBI shows up now, everywhere they show up, and this is their SWAT team, in their full um, body armor, fatigues, and everything, going after Gregory Yetman, whose offense is spraying pepper spray toward the Capitol Police. No, there's no other way to do it. All right, so here is a uh, Trump lady video. One of the one of the pod- the two podcasts that I watch regularly. Love a lot of other uh, big fan of the Hoffs and Gateway Pundit. Read a lot from the Gateway Pundit. Watch a lot of Steve Bannon, which is just actually a combo here between Gateway Pundit and Steve Bannon because uh, Jim Hoffs, he's talking to Steve Bannon. A lot of Dan, Dan Bongino, follow lots of different sources on Twitter. And I, by the way, I monitor both sides. I monitor both sides. I, I flip over. You got the following part of Twitter. I'm not calling it X. I just can't get past it. Maybe I'll switch. Who knows? You got the, uh, you got the following and then the for you. The for you is never for you on X because that's Linda Yaccarino lining up a bunch of propaganda for you to read. Leon Musk, until he gets rid of Linda Yaccarino, I don't trust X or Twitter or whatever it may be. Not to mention Elon pimping and whoring uh, electric vehicles, which are just you know part of the globalist, bourgeois, leftist, elitist uh, agenda to, to control every, every last part of our lives. But I won't lapse into that right now. So Trump lady video, police state MAGA manhunt. Jim Hoff explains how the news media were notified by the FBI before the unconstitutional raid manhunt of a military veteran. Play for me, Will. Hoff, tell me first about the manhunt. When they show those helicopters up there, I want to understand what MSNBC and CNN are showing. That's to intimidate you, the audience. That's to intimidate you. If you're a MAGA supporter, if you're a Trump supporter, one day that camera's going to be on you. Boy, we trace you, you chase you down like a rat, okay, with the FBI tactical team. Hoft, what's going on there, brother? Yeah, absolutely, Steve. And uh, the you, you, you have to know, too, that these news channels were tipped off before the raid. They were there when the FBI was initially um, raiding the House. Heavily armed FBI SWAT teams are raiding this man's home. He's a, he's a retired um, Army captain for the National Guard. 
He was he retired last year, um, had an honorable discharge. Um, it's two and a half years since January 6th. He was outside of the Capitol. He sprayed some uh, pepper spray. It's not clear if anyone was hurt when he sprayed it, but he sprayed it towards the cops. So this is how they treat the man, uh, an honorably discharged Army captain. They're chasing him through the woods. They're hunting him like a dog. Um, and they've been yeah. doing it now. It's going on 24 hours. So uh, the, the latest What a better way. That- hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, let's, 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 what a better way to celebrate Veterans Day. Let's hunt down veterans. They have still a thousand they haven't done yet. They brag. They're, they're, they're proud of the fact. They're proud of the fact that they're hunting down all the, the, the so much damage done on J6. They're proud of the fact. Absolutely. Think we're gonna, hey, Ray, Ray and Garland and all of you, you're, you're selling out the country and the criminal charges we're going to bring on you is going to be mind boggling. So get ready for it because we're coming back to power. And you ain't going to like it on the second term. And one of the questions we asked, and Will was asking this while we were watching the video, is what were the attempts? We want to know what were the attempts to reach out to Gregory Yetman prior to the FBI raid. But the FBI just wants the photo op. So here's the photo op. Here's the local news right here. Texas Lindsay video. FBI manhunt underway. Play for me, Will. We're really patrolling the whole property, looking for the suspect, yet to find that uh, suspect. And again, the FBI is asking that if you know anything about the location of Gregory Yetman, please call the FBI field office in Newark at 973-792-3000. And live in Middlesex County, Tom's Wire, Chapter 4. Adam, back to you. Okay, yeah, we see that tactical team armed there going in to search a shed in Middlesex County. Tom's Wire over the scene in Chopper 4. Thank you, Tom. We'll keep people... All right, you can just mute that for me and just play it side by side. That, that worked. That would actually work better. So you can just, just want. I mean, everyone here. I mean, this is the response. Now, all you need to do is call the guy. All right, you call him and say, "Hey, listen, we've got a warrant for you." But maybe he's running because he's going to be charged with seditious conspiracy for spraying pepper spray toward the Capitol Police with no documentation, no evidence that anybody was injured at ever. This is the response that's needed. This is a response that needed for an attempted spraying of a, of a police officer. And again, 25 years in law enforcement, nobody in the, the Capitol Police are not federal law enforcement officers. They're just Capitol Police officers, what they are. And they're getting that sort because, it be, now why? Because they've enhanced this entire thing. And Aaron was talking about this. It's all false flag. The, the reason why, you can bring it back to me, the reason why they're having to have this response that you just saw is so they can justify it as an insurrection. Look at look at the response. We got to send twenty uh, fully up armored, body armor covered FBI agents with fully automatic weapons to go get Gregory Yetman, who sprayed pepper spray in the direction of Capitol Hill police and didn't commit any other crime. Which at most that'd be a low tier attempted felony. And that's if the pepper spray hit anybody. If not, it's <laughs> yeah. an attempt crime. It could still be a crime. And if he tried to spray Capitol Police, I want him charged. I do. I don't like any of it at all. Unless the Capitol Police were committing a crime themselves that he was trying to stop. Then I don't want him charged, and I want them charged. But why? the reason why they have all of this, and lo and behold, once again, the media is there just like they were for Roger Stone, Nobody else but CNN was there for Roger Stone's arrest, uh, arrest for doing absolutely nothing. Didn't break the law at all. But yet, because it's one, they're all in this. It sounds so conspiratorial, but it's not conspiratorial because they all share the same politic. Whether it's media, whether it's the FBI, they all share the exact same belief system.
They all they are all leftists. The FBI is leftist. The head of the FBI is a leftist. Went to the World Economic Forum. Christopher Ray went to the FBI. They share the exact same ideology. And so the media shares their ideology. Where, why isn't why doesn't any FBI official actually go and talk to anybody who's uh, why doesn't why doesn't Christopher Ray go and have an interview with Tucker Carlson? You'll only go to leftist media outlets because they're all the exact same ideology and philosophy. And even many of them theology. Exact same, which would be Satanism. And a lot of them are absolutely demon-possessed or heavily demon-influenced. And I mean that, by the way. So that's, I mean, they, that those, those videos are there, but they want the media there. So then they can say, look how bad it is. Look how bad it is. Okay, but what was the root crime? Yeah, I see your response. And this was Aaron's point is look at the response to COVID. Refrigerator trucks that were never used. Army Corps of Engineer hospitals being built everywhere. Masking everybody. Closing everything down. Six feet apart. Don't, nobody can go watch their poor grandmother die in her last two weeks of life. Nothing. No, we can't spend any time. Can't hold her hand. Nothing. Look, at the, look how big a deal it is. No, the big deal is the response. There is no there there. It's just the response itself. There is nothing that justifies the response. The response is used to justify the alleged incident that doesn't exist. The alleged, the alleged problem that doesn't exist. The alleged atrocity that doesn't exist. The alleged catastrophe that doesn't exist. When you actually have a catastrophe, like in Palestine, Ohio. Is that the right name? Yep. yep. <laughs> Palestine. That's a little weird. Apropos. Yeah, apropos. Yeah, a little <laughs> apropos for the moment. You actually have one. There is no response. So they, they actually have a heavy response, an emergency, catastrophic response to things that don't require it so that they can say that the thing is a catastrophe. Right. It's not. COVID didn't, I think some of you, there's 600 people watching. There's always, a, there's got to be a couple people out here who don't agree with me. But a lot of you still think, yeah, you know, I think it was wise to use caution at the beginning of COVID. Why? Why? Explain to me why. I didn't use any caution. None. Zero. Zilch. I think I got COVID one time. I'm not sure what I got. I was nauseated for 17 days. <laughs> I lost a lot of weight. Of course, I put it all back on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway. It was great. 17 days, lost like 25 pounds, and then put them all back on like 10 days later. <laughs> M&M's. Yeah, M&M, baby. M&M and Slurpee diet. But anyway, so that's what they do. That's what everything that you're seeing is. You're like, some people now, a lot of people on the right, and the people that I love, and I, and I try to follow them. It depends on how extreme they get with being anti-Israel. But a lot of them think that's what the Hamas attack was. Another... Uh, false flag operation that was initiated by globalists. Could it be, but you still got to take out Hamas. Just like Anthony Fauci's being used, right? Anthony Fauci's been used by the board. Anthony Fauci's used. Um, Peter, uh, Eco Health Alliance. Uh, Peter, uh, Peter, is it Peter Dosak? I just lost his first name, but Dosak's yeah. first name. Yeah, Peter. Is yep. Peter Dosak his yep. first? There's so many names to remember these days. But anyway, Peter Dosak. Um, Francis Collins, Rochelle Walensky, all of these perpetrators of bold-faced lies about the vaccine they knew killed 1,223 people in the vaccine trial. They knew that. And 28 out of 32 women miscarried that were pregnant during the vaccine trial. They knew all that and then went out and said the White House was so freaked out 
by the amount of para and myocarditis going on inside of the vaccine trial, and that more people were dying of COVID that were vaccinated than unvaccinated, and the 1,223 people just flat out died during the, they all knew, during the vaccine trials for Pfizer, they knew that, that they put out a, basically, now I'm using the word laminated, but a laminated sheet of guidelines, talking points. Remember, you have to be so devoid of human dignity that someone will hand you something to say and you'll do it. Yeah. I don't care who it is. I have, I have people in my life that I love and respect, big time. Big time. One of my closest friends in the world is Aaron sitting right next to me. I love him. I love Aaron. Big time. <laughs> but if Aaron, there he is. I love Aaron. He's one of my best friends. Seriously, one of my best friends. However, if Aaron told me to say something, I ain't saying it. <laughs> no. No way. He wouldn't do it if I told him to say something. No. <laughs> hey, Aaron, go out and propagate. I want you to go out today, Aaron. You work for me. You go out today and you tell everybody you believe Tom Lipley is the handsomest man on the planet. Well, I do. Over and so, over and over again. I, I do. So, no. <laughs> okay. man, man crushing. But, I mean, you think about it. I mean, think about how devoid of human dignity you have to be. Right. And Anthony Fauci was given a check sheet. Yeah. Because he's such a little bent over with a butt. His, 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 I wanna, I'm not going to call them ankle grabbers anymore. I'm going to call them butt cheek grabbers. Because they, they, they're so bent over. They bend over and spread them. <laughs> they don't just grab ankles and make it accessible. They bend over and open the gate. <laughs> that's how, that's how devo- Christian Welker, that's how devoid of human dignity these people are. So they, they knew that going in, but again, this was all to support a problem that didn't exist. We've got to have Operation Warp Speed because we have a 0.1% death rate virus. Oh, open the floodgates. Why? And that's all that 1-6 is about, too. So I want to go on this, because it's just all false flag. Climate change, the entire thing is a false flag. The entire thing there is, 0.03% of the atmosphere as of, what's the date today, Aaron? November 9th, yep. 2023. Point, right now, right at this moment, our atmosphere is made up of 0.03% CO2, of which humanity has contributed 3% to the 0.03%. <laughs> And you think it's a problem? Just like, it sounds like COVID-19. 99.9% survival virus under the age of 20, 99.997% post-infection survival rate. 20 to 50, 99.98 survival rate, post-infection survival rate. And we gotta, we gotta lock down the world, mask everybody, lock down your church, lock down your business, stand six feet apart, don't go, in, go, don't go near anybody, quarantine your healthy family. So then they can say it's a big deal just based on their response, even though there never was a big deal. But the, but the response says that it was a big deal. That's what they depend on. It's called false flag or, or the tail wagging the dog. Right. That's the whole world. That is the whole world outside of a few honest people like me and the 601 people that are watching right now. And everybody, please like and share this. I don't know how you like and share anymore. I'm banned off of everything. <laughs> Rumble. You're like, Tom, you're on Facebook right now. Yeah, but I started off with 900 people watching me live on Facebook four years ago, and they banned me down. You probably watched like 74 on one platform, on one channel, 68 on another. It's just banned into oblivion. Can't friend anybody on Facebook. I can't do I mean, you can friend me, maybe. I don't know. I don't have Facebook's issues. I was, I was listening to the interview with Bannon and Hoff, and there, Hoff was simply saying, you know what? There's really no use in me. We don't even, the Gateway Pundit, which has, Millions of views, millions, millions of millions. Don't even use, don't even use Facebook anymore. Yeah, Dan Bongino barely uses Facebook. I think he just uses it to whore, to uses Facebook as a whore. 
like I do, to get people to rumble. So, I mean, Facebook is completely, if you're if you're big into Facebook, I'm fine. Stay on it. I don't care. I'm on it. I'm staying on it. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. But it's just, you know, I, I can't, you know, there's nothing I can do on there. I'm banned completely. The only way to find me, if you ever notice, none of our advertisements go out on Facebook. Everything's banned. Everything's limited. They send me messages all the time. If you do one more bad thing, you're banned for life, whatever it is. And I haven't done one bad thing. <laughs> I haven't shown any naked women on the show. Um, I don't I don't even use profanity, except if you think the word crap is profanity. Uh, maybe, uh, what's my other words? Freaking. Freaking. Yeah, those horrible <laughs> cuss words. I don't, I, those are, that's, all, that's how I talk in life. I don't use cuss words. I don't use the S word, the F word, the Lord's name in vain. I don't do any of those things. I don't even use the A word. I really miss the A word because I would love to <laughs> drop a smart A, dumb A, A hole. I love all of those words, but I can't use them anymore because the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost won't let me. But anyway, so I'm just telling you, like and share. Aaron said Rumble. Yeah. Share on Rumble. Share on Rumble. Download the Rumble app. So far, we've probably made, not from Rumble, but on Rumble, we made, uh, I think, $126 from Rumble and maybe a total of two or $300 from everybody on Rumble. It's all that I'm making. I'm not making any money. I get paid from the church. I'm here at Foundation Church right now, 13,000 South Tampa Trail, Northport, Florida. Come and visit us sometime. If you want the gospel. If you don't want the gospel, then go to your local soft pedaling, <laughs> bent over, bent over with their butt with their hands on their butt cheeks, pastors. That that closed for COVID. Go to those watered down churches. Now I wanted to show you this. So here we have that we have the manhunt for Gregory Yetman, the spraying pepper spray in the direction of the of the Capitol Police manhunt guy. You gotta have when you when you spray capstone in the direction of a capital of the Capitol Police, you gotta have 34 months after the incident, you gotta have 20 armed FBI agents at your doorstep. And according to what Will asked, with no attempt to contact the man prior to, you just gotta show up because you gotta have the photo op. Because if you have the photo op, then you can say, look at it, had to be an extra insurrection because look at our response to Gregory Yetman. Has to be an insurrection then. And then you'll have all the libtard idiots like the Krasensteins and all the rest of them that will go, the FBI is righteous. And it had to be an insurrection because look at how the FBI is responding. Even though nobody was, no, no police officers were killed. And it's really tenuous about how many of them are even actually injured on 1-6. All right, but let me show you this. So the, lo and behold, the media is present. The media is present. For the exact moment of the raid. It's weird, isn't it? Well, look, look at this. Donald Trump Jr. tweet. Pretty amazing that the entire establishment media had people embedded. So you got them at the Roger Stone arrest. You got them at the Gregory Yetman um, raid. Um, you had the media present for Nancy. You had Nancy Pelosi's daughter shooting a documentary on 1-6. Just happened to know that it was going to turn into a... Insurrection just happened though because Nancy Pelosi turned down 30,000 National Guard troops and her office was called four times prior to 1 6 by Ray Epps himself. That's all facts, by the way. Um, but in, in and Nancy Pelosi's daughter just happened to be there to film the event, and her son in law happened to be outside filming the event. That's weird. It's just how it all happens. It's as if they're all colluding with one another. Because they all share the same uh, ideology. I was going to say idolatry, which is true also. <laughs> they share the same idol ideology. They do. Your leftist media, your your a leftist reporter, leftist media outlet, leftist politicians, leftist courts, 
leftist prop- prosecutors, a leftist world go- government, a leftist Hague, a leftist World Economic Forum, a leftist UN, a leftist World Health Organization. So, of course, you got, if, again, like I've always said, if you're going to have a Mao, if you're going to have a Stalin, you're going to have a Hitler, then you've got to have a Goebbels. And that's yeah. what they are. So you have them there, President Gre- Gregory Yetman's uh, raid. There for Roger Stone's arrest. There are Mar-a-Lago, too, for the raid. Yep. Happened to be there on time because the FBI, because they are Hitler. They're just brown shirts for our version of Hitler, which is the Biden-Harris administration. They're there they're be the, to be the Gestapo for them. And they're like, Tom, that's really incendiary language. It's called, that's what they call us all the time. I mean, I mean, Hillary was just on, I can't remember what Pravda Media, Goebbels Media, Mockingbird Leftist Media was, MSNBC, CNN, whatever it was. And she just called, I don't know, a day two ago, called Donald Trump Hitler. So that's, you know, and what, again, I'm not going to go down my list of traits, but who shares more traits uh, with Hitler? We share no traits with Hitler. They're the socialists, we're not. Hitler killed millions of people. They kill 40 million babies a year. They do, they do medical experimentations on humanity. We don't. They do. That's all Hitler. They lop off penises and breasts. They Again, more medical experimentation. Talking about the vaccines originally. That's them. That's what they do. They're the ones who censor speech. We don't do any of that. So they are the ones who share it. So you, you got to have a Goebbels. So lo and behold, who was present with Hamas when Hamas was killing 1,400 Israelis? Who was present? Let's look. Pretty amazing that the entire established media had people embedded with Hamas while they did the terrorist attack on 10-7. And we, and we still, and, and I'm assuming he's meant to say we are still, pretending they're not the enemy of the people, truly sick people. Netanyahu demands answers from CNN. So who was, who was embedded with Hamas? And this is a point stealing all of this from Dan Bongino. Where are the warnings from them? So if you're if you're sitting there and you're embedded with Hamas, you're CNN. Now is CNN right or left leaning? <laughs> all because we know who's demonstrating in the streets right now that are pro Hamas. You're pro Palestinian. You're pro Hamas. Tom, you cannot you can't paint with that broad of a brush. She called uh, on the View. Hillary called Aaron just sent it to me. Hillary called Trump. Hitler on the View. Of course, of course, on the View. <laughs> the view. So we're well, Hillary's oh, Hillary's fair game now. Fair game, just like we need to call them the racists that they are. The pedophiles that they are, because that's what they are. So CNN, I believe, is a leftist Goebbels outlet. New York Times, leftist Goebbels outlet. Associated Press, leftist Goebbels outlet. Reuters, who is very much interwoven with the pharmaceutical industry, um, leftist Goebbels outlet. All were embedded with uh, inside of Hamas during the attacks. Now, again, stealing this from Bongino, where were the warnings? So if you're there, and I know you're there to cover the story, but if people are about to get slaughtered, 1,400 of them, and raped, why weren't you sending warnings to anybody, and is this treason? Right. Uh, to me, absolutely. Because you know what? There comes a time where, you know, it's your job, and I know everybody, not the 607 people watching right now, where everybody sacrificed everything to keep their job. Okay, you want me to wear a mask? I'll, I'll do it. Okay, you want me to be uh, five? You know, Justin Trudeau just got his sixth vaccination. <laughs> See that on the post game? He's got his sixth vaccination. Okay, I'll, I'll be six time vaccinated. I'll, I'll bend over. I'll, I'll not only bend over, grab my ankles. I'll slide my hands up to my butt cheeks and spread my butt cheeks so <laughs> wide. So maybe you can inject me with all six vaccinations at once using a tur- turkey baster right up my anus. 
I'm so compliant. And I'm talking about mainly Christians right now. So compliant that they've closed their churches, wear their masks, quarantine their healthy families. And don't be fooled. A lot of them now are really anti-COVID and anti-mitigate, anti-COVID mitigations. Maybe some of them anti-vax now, but they've never come out and said they were wrong. Watch people like that. Watch them. Because pride goes before destruction. That is a prideful, arrogant, almost demonic stance where you will not admit that you were wrong. But now you get to, you know, you're pretending that you were always right. Wrong, we all know. We all know. Your Facebook posts are still up. <laughs> if the person deleted them all, then you really know they're wrong. Yeah. They delete all their, their Facebook posts and still don't ever say they're wrong. Just so you know, that is a corrupt human being. So these people, these media, media outlets, CNN, New York Times, Associated Press and Reuters, were all embedded. We're watching the crimes happen and not alerting anybody. They didn't alert the IDF. They didn't alert the United States military. They didn't alert the United States at all. They just sat there and, and, and videoed it all and then reported on it later. They, you know, because they were, they were scooping the story. They were there first. So the, the questions need to be asked. And Netanyahu demands answers. He should be. And whenever there's criminality, then these people need to be prosecuted. And they all need to be fired and sued into oblivion. All right, let's go to the next thing. Change the subjects here. I was supposed to get to all kinds of things, but I don't know if I'm going to get past even my miscellaneous stories tonight. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep on with them. These are all headlines, so that's all good stuff. Benny Johnson video. Breaking, Senator Marsha Blackburn announces she has filed a subpoena for Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. Let's listen to her, and then we'll talk about it. Play it for me. Her book publisher. You clearly don't want to talk about that one either. So I have filed an amendment issuing a subpoena to Justice Sotomayor's staff who helped to sell her books as well as to her book publisher so we can fully understand the backstory of these deals. And since we're in the business of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I've filed. A subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane. Given the numerous allegations of human trafficking and sexual abuse surrounding Mr. Epstein, I think it is very important that we identify everybody that was on that plane and how many trips they took on that plane and the destinations to which they arrived. I've also filed a subpoena authorizing Secretary Becerra to come before this committee and explain to All right, there you go. All right, so, so Marsha Blackburn, good job. Now, this is what you need to do. Now, am I espousing that Marsha Blackburn is 100% solid? She seems to be good. I don't know about great, but good. Again, I have to check everybody's Ukraine, where they stand on the Ukraine. Right. And that's the whole thing, which I'm sure, I'm assuming she votes to fund Ukraine. But I don't know that. I don't know that. So... But anyway, with, with, with this, this is how you fight. This is what has to be done, folks. That's why I'm telling you, I'm all for people protesting. That is a First Amendment right. Bill of Rights, as much as I'm for the Second Amendment, I'm for the First Amendment, the Third Amendment, the Fourth Amendment. I'm for the Bill of Rights, obviously, in the Constitution. But really, protesting does nothing. What we need to do is fund various, whether it's the Liberty Council, whether it's Judicial Watch, and there's another one that I just followed. I can't remember the name of them. But these outfits that are suing for uh, suing under FOIA. Those are, we need to build a trust fund of billions. Billions. Haul everybody in front of a 
a red judge in a red jurisdiction. If you watch this podcast all the time, you know what I'm talking about. Because that's how they crucify the right. It's the hall. That's what they're doing to Donald Trump. Is Donald Trump being prosecuted in any red jurisdiction? Was Alex Jones persecuted via prosecution, civil prosecution, in any red jurisdiction? Or was it all blue? Peter, uh, Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon, Rudy Giuliani, or anybody else, are they being prosecuted in blue jurisdictions or exclusively red jurisdictions? I mean, in, in red jurisdictions or exclusively blue? Exclusively blue. So that's what I'm talking about. So all of these people need to be brought in front of red judges in red jurisdictions with red juries and red grand juries, both civil and criminal persecutions. We'll have to answer back. They want to, if, if prosecution is now going to be persecution, then we need to persecute back so that we will no longer be persecuted ourselves. Make them swallow the pill that they're making us swallow. That has to happen. And what she's doing here, that is how you win. This is what has to happen. Now, again, unless we overcome the four things that I've talked about, which is no platform, no money, establishment establishment Republicans, and fraudulent elections, we ain't going to win. So the one element of that is no money. In comparison, we're supposed to be the elitist business party that, you know, the corporate party. We are the opposite now. We are the working class party. We are really even, the unions are too stupid to know it, but we are the union party, the union leadership, not the members of the union. Most of the members of the union vote Trump because they want to keep their jobs. But again, that's how that's actually the epitome of the political structure because you have the union leadership who's 100% leftist who is, getting the, who is receiving the money from the people who are voting right. Right. It's the epitome. It's just the same way as people voted for Mitt Romney who goes and votes as a leftist. And they elect him as a right-winger, as a conservative. But this is how it needs to work. We have to fight. It doesn't do any good to be out there and protesting and to sign petitions. I'll do it on occasion. I mean, I've done, listen, I've done, I've done my fair share of protesting. We were on the street corners in 2020, right? Yeah. With our Trump flags and our take your masks off. Yeah. And we did it, and, I, and I'll do it again if necessary. If I feel inclined to do so, I'll do so. But it doesn't really do anything. You got to get these people under oath. That's when they start telling the truth. Planned Parenthood for years said, no, we have never dealt in child body parts. We've never sold any child body parts until they put under oath, until they were put under oath. And then lo and behold, they're all confessing because they don't want to go to jail for felonious perjury that they were selling body parts. And, they, and then they actually admitted under oath that they were harvesting body parts from babies who were still alive. Facts. That's all facts. That all came out because they were put under oath. And then once they lie, then you actually have something. Then you, whether they committed a crime or not, because that's the game they play with us. It's the game they play with Michael Flynn, falsely accusing him of lying. He never lied. Under their own 302s, the FBI investigation to Michael Flynn, their own 302s, their own witness statements, their own summations of the investigation said Michael Flynn told no lies, and then they um, charged him with lying to the FBI, obstruction of the FBI. It's all lies. But this is how you have to do it. Just sue. Now, she's using subpoena power, but we can sue under FOIA laws to get Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs and then post them everywhere. Why are they confidential? Jeffrey Epstein's dead. You know, Bill, you know, Billy Gates loves to say that. Well, he's dead, so remember? <laughs> right. Excuse me, Billy. Billy, why, why exactly were you going out to dinners with a known pedophile? Well, he's dead now, so it's almost like he knew he was going to die. <laughs> right. Weird, but anyway, 
So we need to sue. We need to know how often, what, what, was, what was Billy Gates doing with Jeffrey? I mean, what was Billy Clinton doing with Jeffrey? And all the other Hollywood actors and actresses, on, or actors, not actresses. It's all going to be dudes heading off to there were the some, Lolita though. Express. What was that? There Aaron? were some, though. Oh, there were? Yeah. Oh, there were. Okay. Oh, yeah. Aaron, yeah, there were. Aaron Oprah Cesar. went. Oprah was on? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. So anyway, I just, you know, we need, we can, we can sue it. We can sue. That's where all of our money needs to go. Kind of, you know, in some ways we, we got it. Listen, I vote every time there's an election. I vote. I vote every time. And do I ever feel like voting? No. But I vote every time. <laughs> go there, get in my car, go to the voting place. Rarely there's ever even a line. Go in there and I vote. Okay. It takes all 12 minutes. Voting's great. But if we really want to turn things around, we're going to have to make them eat, swallow the pill that they make us swallow, which is persecution via, via prosecution. All right, let's go to the next one. Tom Elliott video. Just going to show you a piece of this for a reason. And you look at the title that Aaron put underneath it for me because that's what we're going to talk about. Tom Elliott video. Mass congressional staffers coming out in favor of Hamas. Play it for me. We are congressional staffers on Capitol Hill and we are no longer comfortable being silent. We were horrified by the brutal October 7th attacks on Israeli civilians, and we are horrified by the overwhelming response by the Israeli government that has killed thousands of innocent Palestinian civilians in Gaza. Our constituents... First of all, there's absolutely no confirmation whatsoever that thousands were killed. Nobody knows what those are Hamas numbers being reported by Al Jazeera. So those are like Democratic Party numbers being reported by MSNBC. And I want to show you this. Now, you've heard me say this many times. That it's one agenda. Now, why is everybody masked? Can anybody, can Aaron or any or Will or anybody else, if you think of it, give me, you put yourself on and explain it to me. Why is everybody masked 44 months into 15 days to flatten the curve? Explain to me why they're masked. You guys got anything? Got anything. Uh, Aaron's no, got nothing. No, I got Will's nothing. Will's got nothing. Uh, got they got nothing. nothing. <laughs> the Marines got nothing. My producer's got nothing. Everybody's masked. Is the goober that just walked in? Is he masked too? Let's see. Oh, yep, yeah. he's masked. Oh yeah. He needs to mix in a diet. He needs to mix in a salad into his diet every now and then. <laughs> but so why is everybody masked? Just keep rolling it back here and keep these people on. Yeah. So it doesn't go. So it doesn't go to some. You know, at the end of the video or whatever. So I'm just curious. Okay, why are you masked? Now let me let me just go into this. <laughs> Again, let me tell you this. And of course, there's outliers and there's exceptions. But everybody who's pro Hamas. And if you're pro-Palestinian, you're pro-Hamas. Because the Palestinians voted in Hamas. We have the videos of the streets rejoicing on the Gaza Strip, which are Palestinian civilians, after the murder of 1,400 Jews. They were all rejoicing in it. We remember the crying guy and all that? All rejoicing. Those are the Palestinians. The Hamas is paying the Palestinians to stay in, to stay in their residences, so that they have the photo op, like the FBI loves their photo ops, Hamas loves their photo ops, where they can they tell the civilians, either force them or pay them to stay in the buildings that they know. Israel tells them 24, 36, 40 hour, 48 hours in advance, we're going to take out building A. They're that specific. And then they even tell the Palestinian citizens where to move. Again, Tom, are you 100% pro-Israel versus Hamas? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Is it possible that Mossad and the CIA coordinated this with the Iranians for another false flag operation? Yes, but you still have to you still have to prosecute the perpetrators, which are Hamas, and that's what the IDF is doing. So you have 
Israel comes in, tells them 36, 48, 24 hours in advance, we're going to bomb building A, B, C, and D. Don't be in those because they're going down. Hamas pays or tells their people to stay in there so that when they get hit by when they get hit by missiles, RPGs or whatever rounds it is, artillery, that they have the photo op of dragging bodies out of there so that they can have idiots like this propagandize the Hamas's lies. Idiots, just, just useless, leftist, tool boy, two girl, tool girl, uh, you know, stenographers for Hamas. That's what they are. So when it comes to this, this is this is my point with all this. And I didn't mean to get all, as much into Hamas as I just always want people to know where I stand with it. Because I'm no sycophant for anyone. I'm sycophant for the truth. I'm a sycophant for the Bible. I'm a sycophant for the Trinity. But when it comes to these people, so if you're basically, now this, is, this is a broad summation, but it's actually true. And there's, of course, again, outliers, which I'll, I'll give you an example of an outlier in a minute. But everybody who's pro-Moss is pro-mask. Yeah. Look, look. There's not one unmasked person. They're, they're outside they, they are all, these are all congressional staffers. There's not a soul in there who's over 30. Nobody has a chance of dying of COVID. You can't, the mass does nothing anyway. Every definitive study from everybody testifying at Capitol Hill has said that masks do absolutely nothing, but there they are masks because they're, it's all one agenda. It's all to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a single access point controlled by idiots leftists like these. <laughs> So if you pro Hamas, you gladly wear a mask. You're gladly vaccinated. You're pro-transgender. If you're pro-Palestinian, you're pro-gay marriage. If you're pro-Hamas, you're pro-anti-Second Amendment. And again, it's hysterical to watch Queers for Palestine march where the people who are queer marching for Palestine would be killed by the Palestinians they're marching for. <laughs> There's yeah. no logic behind it. So you just need to know, what, what, why is everybody masked November 9th of 2023, 44 months later? Because it's all been an agenda from day one. And for those of you that participated in it, you should be ashamed of yourself unless you've said you were wrong and repented of it. Just like I had to do with Derek Chauvin. I did it, I was wrong. I came out on the podcast, the next podcast, and said I was wrong. That's what you do. So I just want you to see it's all one agenda. I mean, again, I, I know that I'm being repetitive. I don't like when I'm repetitive, but I just, here's the thing. I just, it, it amazes me. And the one last part of the mass. Isn't it very convenient now when you are one of, again, the, the agenda is to leverage you into one world commerce system using many different tactics. One of those tactics is lawlessness. And now you can come out conveniently for being pro Hamas with a mask on so nobody truly knows who you are. Yep. You can commit all these mass lootings, these mass, they're almost, they're almost, what do you call them, Aaron, when people do those spontaneous, like, dances in a mall? Oh, a flash mob? Flash mob, thank you. Thank, yeah. thank God you're here. <laughs> flash, you, you can just, you can do, you can do flash mob uh, thievery and looting now because everybody's conveniently wearing a COVID mask. Yep. It's just very weird how it all works out. Well, what the outliers are, well, there's plenty of people, and I don't, I'm not going to name their names because we've been such allies. They don't know me. I mean, this is just a relatively small pocket. Nobody, they don't know me. I'm just telling you. But 
people, some of the people that I'm following, they're the outliers because they were vehemently anti-vax, vehemently anti-COVID, saw through the entire COVID scam. They saw right through it. But for some reason, are siding with Hamas and siding, and they can say, well, we're not siding with Hamas. We're trying to stop the Palestinian genocide. The Palestinian genocide that they claim is being done by the IDF is being perpetrated by Hamas. <laughs> How can you not see that but see that vaccines are killing people? You're the outlier for some reason, but mostly everybody who's pro-transgender is, wears a mask. Everybody who's anti-Second Amendment is pro-transgender. It's all one agenda. 100%. Everybody who, 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 who's five times vaccinated believes in driving an electric vehicle and that CO2 is a problem. It's all one giant agenda to leverage you into that one world commerce system with a singular access point they control. So you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel right out of Revelation 13, 16, and 17. Let me show you the border. Bill Malugin video. New, our report from Frontland, uh, Frontland Island, Texas today. A 171-acre strip of land considered the most dangerous area on the border due to heavy cartel activity on both sides of the river. Look what's being done down there because of the ineptitude of the Biden administration. Play for me, Will. Despite its beauty and serenity, Texas's Fronten Island is considered the most dangerous spot on the southern border. It's here where cartel gunmen have repeatedly been seen wandering through the brush after crossing into the U.S. illegally and where Border Patrol vehicles have been shot. Just across the river, yards from U.S. soil, cartel gunmen stroll along the riverbank armed with rifles. They control the border in Mexico. Some aim AK-47s at Texas DPS helicopters. Others go to war with each other with Texas DPS thermal drone video showing cartels throwing explosives at each other during a battle for control of the area. All the activity that's been happening, all the violence that's been taking place right across the river within several hundred yards from where we're at right now. Texas DPS's Lieutenant Chris Olivares tells Fox in October, Texas had enough. The state declared Fronten Island Texas property and began bulldozing it. All of it. Brush was cleared, razor wire was deployed, and the area was fortified. This is what it looks like now, a 171-acre barren landscape now secured by Texas, with Texas troopers on patrol and Texas National Guard soldiers deployed with loaded weapons. This is one of the cartel buildings directly across the river from us in Mexico. You can see cartel graffiti on it as well as bullet holes riddling it. Here on the U.S. side of the river, you can see what Texas has done with Fronten Island. They have completely cleared it out. They've deployed razor wire, and there is now nowhere for these cartel gunmen to hide if they want to cross here illegally. These cartel operatives have no fear of the federal government because they know there's no consequences and the fact that they have allowed the Mexican drug cartels to gain operational control of the border. That's why the state of Texas is stepping in so we can regain operational control. In front Back to me. So there you go. I wanted you to hear that statement from that uh, National Guardsman for the state of Texas. So you, that, that what he just said, because the federal government is not doing their job, of course I'm not quoting him, but basically saying since there's no consequences from the federal government, in other words, the Biden administration right there, the uh, Fronten Island, Texas, which is the most uh, what, the dangerous area on the border, Nothing was being done by, of course, Joe Biden, because that's, again, that's, that's one of the many tactics to usher in the one world uh, economy, the uh, one world commerce system with a single access point, is to flood first world countries with illegal third world migrants because the third world migrants are much more easily globally governed than, than people who have a heritage connection to the country. What we call natives, I guess. But anyway, 
So the Biden administration does nothing because that's what they want. They want they want America. They want us flooded with illegals. There's political consequences coming their way. I know that Tuesday Tuesday did not go very well for Republicans, but there's many reasons behind that. There are political consequences coming their way. The polls that are coming out, and I know that Tuesday was bad, and I don't I keep shifting off of subjects, but Tuesday was bad. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it's, just so you know that inside of New York, where they're being flooded with illegals. All the Democrats lost in New York City where they're being flooded with illegal. So there is consequence. It came out today, I'm trying to remember the exact statistic, but somewhere in the neighborhood of 54% of Hispanics are voting for Trump and 25% of black men are voting for Trump. Those are huge numbers. If that happens, over. Yeah. It's over. If you even get half of either one of those, it's over. Democrats are freaking out. They allegedly they did great because they love to slaughter the unborn, so they got that passed in Ohio. So they love that. They, and, the, and they love to smoke marijuana, so they got that passed in Ohio. That's, those are the things they won. Okay? And, and all the seats that they won, like they talk about, because everyone's talking about what an atrocity Tuesday. And, and by the way, Ronna McDan, Ronna Romney McDaniel needs to be thrown out, needs to be run by Lee Zeldin. The RNC needs to be run by Lee Zeldin. But the, the seats that they won in Virginia because they were trying to turn the Virginia Senate over to so it could be under Glenn Youngkin's control, you know, more influenced by Glenn Youngkin. They wanted to turn it uh, Republican. They lost all those elections, but those are all seats that Biden won in those districts by six plus percent. Right. So those are those are big reaches anyway. So when you see the hear that it was catastrophic losses. Now Bashir in Kentucky should have been beat. That I hold Ron Ronna McDaniel responsible for. As Bashir is Hitler. He was arresting people for not standing six feet apart. He 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 needs to be he needs to be. Defeated even in Kentucky, how in the world? Because it's all coming out of Lexington, and how corrupt those elections are. Who knows? Which I don't know if I'll get to my election fraud stuff tonight. But anyway, so one more, one more thing on the border. Ben Burkwam video, public service announcement. Here he is at the Tucson airport. Just so you see, we now we saw here in Front Island, Texas. So now we're moving from Texas to Arizona. Texas, you have at least a functional governor in Greg Abbott, and then of course in. Uh, Arizona, you got Katie Hobbs, which won by a fraudulent election. The Democrat, useless Democrat, just a talking piece for the globalist left. So we're moving now from Texas, we're front, front Island, Texas, where the, where the Biden administration is absolutely nothing, where you had forced Texas themselves to take action. So dangerous to Texas citizens that they went out and closed the border themselves. Mowed down all the vegetation, put up razor wire. They took over. They did it themselves. Those are the things that we need to do within the law. Within law, which you have, and even if it's constitutionally ambiguous, make the move and then let them sue you in court and see if you win, because that's what they do all the time. We need to make them eat, make them eat their own meal, make them eat the things that they're serving us. So here's Tucson Airport, and this is what I wanted you to see the Biden administration doing, because a lot of us, if you're sitting here in where I'm in Sarasota County, Florida, Northport, Florida right now, you don't see any of this. Do I see a lot of illegal immigrants here? Yes, I do. But with DeSantis here, where he will put them on buses and send them to Boston, New York, Chicago, D.C., the Naval Observatory, where Kamal Harris lives, whatever it is, they don't do it as much here. But I want you to see what the Biden administration is doing. And this is, I want you to, when you're looking at this, I want you to think of this in dollar signs, of how much this is costing you. When you see all of these people lining up for flights in Tucson, Arizona. Ben Burkwam video. Play it for me, Will. You know, I, 
I flew in here the other day and then I didn't even think about it. I got to fly out of here and it is completely packed. My recommendation, don't fly out of Tucson. And I'm a big American Airlines guy. I've been flying with them for years. I've got status, all that crap. But I would have to say, don't fly with American right now. Their flights, that's all illegals behind me. All going through with their paper IDs and flying on my flight to Dallas and then many of them on the flight to Miami for the Trump rally. They're obviously not going to the Trump rally, but I am paying full price while they use our tax dollars to invade our country. This is the security line for illegals. So just to give you an update, TSA takes twice as long because they have a special line specifically for illegals coming through. It already reeks like BO and we're not even on the plane yet. Don't fly through Tucson. And if you voted for Biden, one of the real votes, not the fraudulent ones, you did this. What's crazy, as we were coming in, there was actually some of them that were complaining that the TSA was taking too long. <sighs> I don't know. If you live in Tucson and you still support the Democrats, you're an idiot. <laughs> I love Ben Burkwam. He was on his way to Mar-a-Lago at that point, or the Trump rally in Miami, actually. Covers all the border stuff. Follow him on various social media platforms. But I just want you to think of the dollars involved in all those flights. And again, just my own observation. Do you notice that there's not one person that's not well-fed? So why do they? Why is it that they're claiming asylum inside of the United States? It's as if it was. A, well, it's as if it's on purpose. Of course, Biden said it. He's been basically telling everybody to make your way to the border prior to prior to the election. He said it. Right. So I mean, I just want you to see the amount of money that's being spent. It says it's not government money. There is no such thing as government money. None. Now, I want Aaron to tell you something. Aaron, go, you can do the Rumble thing because I don't want to forget when I close it. Yeah. Tell everybody what to do on Rumble. Yeah, so everybody on Rumble, just make sure that you go into your account settings. Uh, you can go to uh, account options, followed channels, and then just set your notifications to instant instead of daily. Because if you have it set to daily, which is the, the default, you'll, you'll get notified that we're live at like 8 p.m. instead of right when we go live or 10 p.m. instead of right when we go live. So make sure that you go and change that so that you can actually get on once we start the show. So change it from daily to instant? Yes. All right, there yep. you go. So make sure you're doing that. We need to, we, listen, we got, we're trying to break, we're trying to break records here, trying to get to 1,000 viewers on Rumble. We're about, I don't know what we have on Rumble, but we're 600 total right now. Let me show you this now, switching subjects again. Going back to a little bit, it's not really going back to Hamas, just going back to Americans supporting Hamas. Ryan Fournier tweet breaking, the House of Representatives has formally censored, big win. All Republicans did it. Now, why did all the Republicans jump on board with this, but then funded the FBI's $300 million larger than the Pentagon building? <laughs> all because of political expediency. If you don't vote to censor uh, noticeable, noticeably anti-Semitic Rashida Tlaib, pro-Hamas, Rashida Tlaib, Palestinian flag outside of her office, Rashida Tlaib, 
then you're going to be accused of being an anti-Semite. So they're all, they all vote for this. And by the way, they should have voted for it regardless, but it just shows you the spinelessness. There's, they need to stand up every time. This was a 100% correct vote. This is what should have happened. Basically, all Republicans voted for it. All Democrats voted against it. Then all the Republicans were 100% right. But why do they vote to fund the FBI that has persecuted Republican uh, congressmen and women? Why would you vote to fund your persecutor? That's like literally paying somebody to come up and kick you in the nuts. <laughs> hey, excuse me, sir. $10. I'm going to spread them wide <laughs> and kick me in the nuts, would you? And then after he kicks me in the nuts, you know what? I'm going to give you another $20 and kick me twice in the nuts. But they do. I mean, they were, they were talking about it. I mean, Gates was talking about it in his speech where you have senators that were actually roped into being falsely accused of crimes inside of secure skiffs. And they're actually, they're, they're actually lured in, like entrapped into secure skiffs so the FBI can say they did things in the midst of being in the secure skiff. That's how, and then, the, and then those same senators and same congressmen and women vote to fund them and build them a building larger than the Pentagon. Imagine the FBI building's gonna be larger than the Pentagon. So 100% right with this vote, but have a set in all the other areas too where you have something to lose. Because here they have nothing to lose. Now that everyone will say they're pro-Israel and everybody on the right is pro-Israel. We should be pro-Israel. I'm pro-Israel. Vote. I 100% support what the IDF is doing right now. I do 100% support it. Of course, there's collateral damage. People being killed that shouldn't be killed. But there's also 1,400 Israelis, 31 Americans that were killed that shouldn't have been killed either. Remember that. So Rashida Tlaib has been censored, and I agree with Ryan Fournier. The next step should be to remove her from Congress. But nothing, But here's the thing. I don't want her removed any other way except for her to be defeated in an election. I love to watch that happen. <laughs> so let me show you this one. Pro, uh, Chief Nerd video, protesters smashed. I wanted you to see this because this is what Rashida Tlaib stands for. This is why she's been censored, why she should be voted out of office. She supports a terrorist organization. But so does Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris supported the, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which was supplying bail funds for Black Lives Matter uh, protesters that were looters, murderers, and vandals, and thieves. So that's who, if she supported a, 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 a terrorist organization also because Antifa's terrorist organization, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization, and Kamala Harris was funding them getting bailed out of, out of jail. So I want to show you just what's happening inside of New York City right now because this is what they say now that they're pro-Palestinian. But again, it's all part of the same narrative. You just if if you are pro-Palestinian, I guarantee you that you're pro-Antifa. Yeah. You're pro-Black Lives Matter. Launch back into it. You're pro-climate change. You're pro-transgender. You're pro-lopping off penises. You're pro-lopping off breasts. You're pro-lopping off testicles. You're you're pro-EV. You're pro-masking. You're pro. You're pro-vaccines, uh, you're pro-lockdown, you're pro-lawlessness, you're pro-Soros, it's all the same agenda. And look what's happening inside of, of New York right now. Play for me, Will.
So I just wanted to see that. It's just imagine the cognitive dissonance of, of putting KKK on the police car, but you're pro-Hamas. Now, let's compare Hamas to KKK. Because pro-Hamas, obviously, they're racist. <laughs> Correct? Just like the KKK. So you're, you're against racist KKK, but for racist Hamas. Right? I mean, that, you're against the Israeli Defense Force that is responding to what Hamas did. But you're pro-Hamas killing 1,400 uh, Israelis. I mean, just, just think of the cognitive dissonance that you actually have to be operating in to believe that way. And many of those people in that crowd, this is New York City, that's a police car inside of New York City. And, here they, and again, they're pro-Hamas and against, allegedly against the lawless actions, the quote-unquote, let me get on the video here, quote-unquote lawless actions of the IDF while you're committing a lawless act. So there's absolutely... Uh, no logic behind it. None of this actually makes any sense whatsoever. Again, it's like many of the people in the crowd there are pro-transgender. You would be slaughtered by the people you're protesting for. You're a queer for Palestine, <laughs> and there's not one Palestinian who wouldn't hang you by a rope for being transgender or even gay. So you have to be living in absolute, just absolute denial. An absolute nonsensical, in, 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 with a totally incoherent mind to be somebody who's pro-transgender, marching with people who are pro-Hamas, who would kill you for being pro for being transgender. Let me show you this last thing. Matt Kaibi tweet. Go to the next one for me, Will. Didn't give you any warning. Matt Kaibi tweet. Here's a list of Republicans. And I just had to show you this before I leave tonight. It's 10 o'clock, so I, I don't know how much overtime I'll do. But anyway... Here's a list of Republicans. Thomas Massey put up legislation, put up a bill to halt the ability of car manufacturers from putting in government kill switches in your cars. It's all right-wing conspiracy theory until it's no longer a theory. It's all right. We, remember, remember when we told you that this is all about, I told you, I don't know how long into COVID that I told you it's all about getting to the vaccine passport where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR code and Mark of the Beast on your phone. Remember me telling you that? It's all right-wing conspiracy theory until Ursula von der Leyen comes out and says you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport. She's really excited. Remember the video that we played? My, it might be my number one favorite video. <laughs> I can't even remember his name now. I'm off the blaze. But my number one favorite video of Ursula von der Leyen announcing how happy she was that she is now... It's Stu and Pat. Stu and Pat yeah. on the blaze. Yep. Stu and Pat, thank yep. you, Aaron. Yep. Stu and Pat on the blaze. So happy Ursula van der Leyen is that she has now lost all of her freedom and is making everybody else lose their, lose their freedom. All so that she can whore a vaccine for Pfizer, of which her husband is a subcontractor for. Because it's all one giant circle, but you know what? Aaron, you're the man. <laughs> Play it. President of the EU... Uh, not a scary organization at all. I've always loved the European Union. Haven't you? Just mm. the precursor to one world government. It's just, it's awesome. And to hear the president of the EU explaining how you in Europe can get your life back to normal in that German accent she has, that just sounds so soothing to me. Um, here's what she says uh, is important to get your life back here. 
Here she comes. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Good to see you. Before you? Easter, we promised mm -hmm. to the Europeans that we will do everything possible so that they can gain back um, some normality when mm -hmm. uh, planning for their uh, well-deserved summer holidays. So on Monday, the mm -hmm. European Parliament and the European Council mm -hmm. signed the regulation for the EU digital COVID certificate. Oh, it good. is applicable from the 1st of July on, but if you want to as a member state, you can sign up early voluntarily. And that's what Belgium did. Oh, well, Belgium, Belgium allows did it. Belgium allows us as of today um, to uh, travel with a certificate, mm -hmm. and they issue travel these with their certificates. Certificate. And here sure. is mine. So everyone who is fully vaccinated mm -hmm. or tested negative right. or has recovered from COVID can get one. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have right now 15 member states that have already signed up. And from the 1st of July, all 27 member states have to apply these EU mm -hmm. digital certificates for the COVID. Mm -hmm. I am planning now to start my tour through 27 member states for the next generation EU, our um, recovering resilient plan. And I'm very curious to test and to see how this certificate will work. Thank you. That's wonderful. All right. Oh, that's now, great. She so, held hers up. Can I just take a picture of that? And can uh, I use hers? Yes. Is that okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. So essentially what she's saying is uh, you must have your papers. <laughs> They'll be digital, but you must have some. We have a base of making you have your papers. Please. It's all conspiracy theory till it's no longer a conspiracy. And putting back, putting that tweet back up for me, Will Matt Kaibi. So we've been these kill switches was all right wing conspiracy theory until it's now being. Here is the list of Republicans who voted against the Massey Amendment and with the Democrats to stop the government kill switch on your next car. It's not just it's it's the it's the car manufacturers at the government's request. Uh, building kill government control kill switches into your car. No, this isn't right wing conspiracy theory. This was being voted on on Capitol freaking Hill. This is all the same thing. They want to put you into an electric vehicle where then they control your source of fueling. We played the video in California. Matter of fact, I've got a whole thing here on. Oh, it's over here actually. This is my my. I've got a whole. Um, expose on, on the on the whole cabal climate thing but we showed the video in california people are it's two it's 11 o'clock at night and they're waiting in lines of 30 or 40 or 50 cars waiting for their cars to be charged that's being controlled yeah you're being controlled i don't wait for, for hours to get my car charged because my car doesn't get charged it gets gas in it diesel so that's it's, it's all about control. And now inside of your car, so they want you, they want you leverage you into one more commerce system, a single access point. So a great singular access point would be we control the means to which you fuel your vehicle. That is your entire lifeline to income. So if we don't like the way you vote, we don't like your attitude, we don't like your social media posts, we don't like your purchases, we shut down your CBDC, we shut down your fueling station inside of your house. They can't do it when it's Shell, when it's 7-Eleven, 
when it's race track and a myriad of other options you can go to fuel up your car. But if it's at your house and it's under FPL, Florida Power and Light, which could be controlled ease, I'm not saying they are, but it could easily be controlled through uh, ESG, Environmental Social Governance, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, DEI, BlackRock and Vanguard, easily controlled. They don't like the way you vote because, you know, you probably pay your bill online. You have right now MasterCard. I don't want to use the wrong credit card company. Can't remember what credit card company it is. But it tracks your gun purchases. You already have the federal government that tracks every time you take, you withdraw more than $600 or any, any withdrawal or, ta- or have any uh, transaction of over $600 in your bank account that's tracked by the federal government. And now the federal government will have the ability to shut your car off. They'll say it's for in case your car was stolen. Just like that's why they say they're ushering in CBDCs and social credit systems. It's all for digital security. Digital security that they control. Digital security that gives them, now, in order for you, and again, again, if you're going to have security, you have trade and freedom. So that you trade in, you, what they call security is them controlling your accounts. Now controlling your vehicles. They usher in CBDC currency and social credit systems, which is all 100% in place right now, enacted inside of the largest country in the world, China, 1.4 billion people. It's all facial recognition. There is no cash in China. Trying to do the same thing in Australia. They just had a major digital collapse inside of Australia where people couldn't get on trains, couldn't go, couldn't buy anything because they're all cat. The, the, the giant portion of their economy is cashless inside of Australia, which again, if you love cashless, you love CBDC, then your country's probably 96% vaccinated, which Australia is because it's all one giant agenda. So if they control your, fi- if, if, if you trade in your autonomy for security, then who's in charge of securing the security? Who's in charge of the security? And what does security mean? It means that they'll tell you, well, it's so that we can stop. Oh, there it is. So there's people waiting in line right there. Burbank, California, 11 o'clock at night. This goes on and on and on and on. Look at it. Here they are. These people, they tell me you're not controlled. 11 o'clock at night, you got to sit there and wait for a charging station. I can, even here in Northport, Florida, I can fuel up my car at three o'clock in the morning, seven minutes from my house. Yep. In Northport, Florida. And but they listen at midnight they roll up the streets. No, they roll up the streets here at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For there isn't sure. anything open at past ten o'clock at night. But here, no matter what, I can be up and back to my house fully, fully fuel my F two fifty diesel truck in ten minutes from my house. Ten minutes. And look what you're doing in Burbank, California. Look at it. It's all charging stations. And then a lot of those people. Why don't they put them in their house? Because they're too expensive to put in your house. Exactly. Everything, I don't have time to get into that tonight. But anyway, so let's go back to our, let me go back to my closing story here. So just put it to show you. Now here are the, now this isn't the complete list. I cut it off at Mace. There was more. I left it, I cut it off purposely at Mace because Mace likes to pretend she's conservative. She's really not. How do you vote as a conservative? You're Russ Billarakis, Carrie, Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick, Garcia, the rest of them, Graves, and Nancy Mace. How do you claim conservatism and vote to allow the government to have a mechanism inside of your freaking car to, that at any moment they want to shut your car off. For real. How, how do you vote for that as a conservative? But many Republicans did. This is, all, this is not right-wing conspiracy theory. Again, being redundant, it's all conspiracy theory 
until it's no longer a conspiracy and no longer a theory because guess what's going to be in your next car? Your next brand new car, I'm assuming somewhere, I don't know when these come out. I believe they, if I read it right, they come out in 2025. So if you buy a vehicle starting in 2020, don't hold me to that. I'm just, that's what pops into my head from the things that I've read. So you buy, start buying a vehicle in 2025, it's going to have a government-controlled kill switch in it. And you know what? Since they track everything, if they switch it over to CBDCs, or they, you know, they, since they track every one of your $600 transactions, they don't like that you withdrew $600 on the day of a Trump rally. So, you know, you just got some government bureaucrat up there that says, you know, we're going to screw around the system and shut off everybody's cars. That we don't like that day. What are you going to do about it? It's a kill switch. I, like, I depend on Aaron to fix everything here at the church. Even Aaron can't fix the kill switch. Right. You know, there's no tech person going to fix the kill switch. It's off. Your car's done. And they're going to say that it's for security in case somebody steals your car or whatever it may be. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll risk it. I'll go ahead and risk it. Someone steals my car, they steal my car. I got insurance for a reason. Even though insurance companies don't pay, which I've learned <laughs> over the last uh, last 13 months here in hurricane-ridden uh, Florida from Hurricane Ian. But anyway, I just wanted you to see all this. Didn't get to a lot of the big body stuff I got tonight. Got stuff on election fraud. Got a pile on vaccines. A lot of new stuff coming out about vaccines. You know, just one quick thing about vaccines. The FDA is warning now that kids are getting the wrong dose of vaccine. The experts strike again. Wow. The FDA, FDA had to put out a notice to make sure everybody's giving the kids the right dose on their vaccine, a vaccine that they don't need because they're not susceptible, very susceptible to COVID. They're not significant vectors of COVID. In other words, they don't spread COVID. They have a 0% chance of dying of COVID, a 0% statistical chance of being hospitalized with COVID. There's never been found one kid who didn't have a comorbidity who's died of COVID, not one globally, not on the globe. But yet the FDA has got to come out and say, we're advising everyone to make sure that kids are getting the right dose of the vaccine because kids are getting the wrong dose of the vaccine. And I can go on a whole litany of vaccine, but it's already 13 minutes over time. Listen, <laughs> I, I know I keep saying this, but I mean it. Seriously. These post games that we're putting together, they're the best ever. Yeah. Best ever. You've got to stick around for the post game. Seriously. There's, I mean, I don't, it can't be more than two minutes from now to the post game. Yeah, right? about two. Yeah. About two minutes. I'm telling you. I mean, a lot of it, you, you get the glorious opportunity of watching me preach for about 30 seconds. <laughs> True. So, hey, I mean, you see, you see that. I pimp my wife's podcast. A little bit of merch. A little merch primping. Buy some merch, man. Buy some merch. But a little merch primping. Right to the right to the post game. Last seven, eight minutes. You've got to watch the post game. It's one video after another of stuff that I've just ripped off of, 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 of X, off Twitter. you got to see it. I mean, I'm telling you, I've been saying they're like the best. <laughs> These are the best ever. They are the best. Discover some new sources, good stuff. But anyway, love you all. It's Thursday, right? Thursday? Yep. Be back here Saturday night, including on the Christian Television Network. Don't miss. Like and share. Like and share. Turn. What's the thing again, Aaron, from Rumble? Yeah, turn your notifications to instant instead of daily. Turn your notifications from daily to instant so yep. that you know that we're getting. We're trying to build a massive Rumble audience, parallel economy, parallel universe, parallel society, only free speech streaming platform out there you can go live on. That's why we're trying to build a big audience on Rumble. Love you all. Back here Saturday night. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Good night. If you really want happiness, you want peace, you want joy, if you want victory, you want a great marriage, whatever it is that you want, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. And that comes through salvation. That comes through receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior.
If you don't, everything else is a waste of time. Okay, well, we win the presidency. Okay, you'll be empty. You will be. It doesn't work. Nothing, nothing works but God. You can fight it all you want. You can waste your whole life. This isn't even the message yet. This is all for free. You can waste your whole life chasing something else. You can. You're not designed for anything but, but to be the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. You'll waste your whole life looking for other things. Nothing works. No guy will work. No girl will work. No thing will work. No job will work. No vacation will work. No destination will work. Nothing. You're not designed for it. Again, it's like, it's like running a tractor in a Formula One race. It doesn't work. You can try it. You can be out on the track and participate, but it doesn't work. So I urge you, I urge you, dive into God.